I was going to go easy on you, not to hurt your feelings. You f***ing irritate the shit out of me! I'm only going to get this one chance. It's just a feeling I've got. Like something's about to happen, but I don't know what. All I hear, go get the money. So I go get it. Hate means I do something. Hey, what's going on, peeps? Welcome to Gap Selling 54. Gap Selling 54. So you know what it's about. This is a real sales call. Right? This is a real sales call. It's a real person who has a real product. Today's guest is from Pickle. I'll bring him on in a second. So it's a real sales call. So if this person can find a problem I have or my company has, we will buy. If not, well, y'all know what happens. All right. So let me bring my man in here and let's get him here. And I can introduce you all to my man, Kamana. Did I say that right, brother? Yep, Kamana, you got it. Kamana. All right, Kamana. Welcome. Kamana's with Pickle, everybody. And they help people capture important elements of video. But I'll let him tell you what he does so then he can start and take off. So the floor is yours, my man. Awesome. So just quick overview, right, before we get started. Uh, we work with salespeople. Salespeople have a lot of virtual meetings over Zoom and, and similar platforms. Like Keenan said, we, we capture and share key moments and insights from those meetings. So helping reps... Um, at the end of the day, stay organized, capture every detail, understand their buyers better, find real problems, and uh, at the end of the day, close more deals, win deals faster, close bigger deals. All right. All right. So, yep. Appreciate you having me. So, I have a few questions. Have you read the book? I've read the book. Uh, I've read the book and listened to the book. And, All right. Uh, That's good. That's a good start. Tried to, we tried to do a little bit of workshopping internally just with our own sales team, but... Um, okay. Maybe not to the level of actually hiring you. All right. Well, we'll see. Time will tell. So I'm excited. I'm excited for you, baby. All right. All right. I appreciate Take it. Away, bro. So looking at your sales team, right? Is it only today? Is it only Christian? Is he the only salesperson? Yeah. Yeah. We lost one of our guys. I just had an interview today. Um, okay. So we're hiring. Two months man. ago, right? Two more people. I'm sorry. Two months ago. I saw I saw this, right? So you had another account executive two months ago. Didn't work out. Um, yeah, or, he was there you know, a lot more than two months ago. He left about a month ago. He's been he's been here for close to a year, seven, eight, nine months, close to a year, but not quite. Okay, cool. But just yeah. hired. So if anybody wants to sell saying? for us, if you want to sell for ASG, hit us up. I got you. <laughs> Get some of the best training there is. I'm yeah, sorry. right. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, I actually had a, a conversation with Christian a few months ago, um, and, and he was able okay. to workshop a little bit with us. So um, I can vouch for that. Uh, so just hired, is that what you said? Just hired or currently hiring? Currently hiring. Yep. We're trying to get two more. Two more. Okay. Uh, very soon. I'm, I'm guessing, right? Like what does the timeline look like on when Sooner you the better. When I get the right one, when I won't, I, I will not hire out of speed. I will get You're the right one or I'll wait. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I'm curious when you do hire, right? Uh, for example, when you hired Christian, tell me about the process mm-hmm. for onboarding and how long it took him to ramp. I would say define ramp, define ramp. Uh, get to full productivity, get to producing on a monthly basis at, at the numbers that you want to be seeing. About six months. Six months. And he's been there. He's been there for a while now, right? Year and a half mm-hmm. plus. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this- probably, yeah. About a year and a half, maybe. That's a good question. But yeah. Over a year. Yeah. Very cool. Um, and I think, yeah. Uh, 
Christian's kind of cool because he doesn't come from an ex- necessarily extensive sales background. No. Um, a little more fresh, but he comes in yeah. and, um, you know, now, now he's a, a little more tenured. So that's cool to see. Yep. Uh, yeah, does yeah. he report directly to you or does he report to Brady? Reports report to Brady. To both of you. Okay. Brady, mm-hmm. still a flat organization, but to Brady. Um, yep. How about his meetings, right? How many meetings is he holding in a typical week? Oh, that's a good four, five, six, or seven. I don't know. That's an interesting question. I'd have to check. It changes regularly. Yeah. I'm sure but, there's some ebbs and flows. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, how many How many do you join? How many of his meetings do you join? None. Okay. How many does Brady I watch him on – use exec vision, though. We use exec vision and watch it on the backside. So, I, yeah. so either, either Brady and I will watch his calls after the fact. Okay. So you and Brady, they're recorded. They go, they go into exec vision. You and Brady will watch them after the fact. Um, yep. Can you tell me about the process for, for getting for exec vision as far as like integration? Uh, I guess process for he's holding these meetings. How do they get to the exec vision? Then how do they get to you? It does it automatically. So exec vision has a plugin with Zoom. He has a Zoom call. It automatically gets sent to sent to exec vision. And then there's a th- then he assigns it to be watched or tells us in Slack to go watch it. And then we go watch it. Okay. Um, has, has Christian ever spoken to you about the, the zoom integration, not working him needing to use the zoom record, download, upload, figure that out and then send it to you. Um, that's a good question. I, I think once zoom wasn't working, um, okay. He says, nah, he just answered the question for you. Says, nah, I have to upload manually if I want to make sure it gets in there. So he's not confident that it always gets in there. It's supposed okay. to get in there automatically. Why it's not? That's a good question. Um, okay, so he's on chat. Does that do you, does that take him a while? You know how long it takes him, or um, I wouldn't think it would take more than five or ten minutes. It's pretty easy. Does I think he do that on every call? Um, I don't think he does that. Or, or is it kind of? I would guess, time. right? I would guess he's picking and choosing, right? Because he doesn't want to do it every time. He's just gonna. This is a good call. I want to get this over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, let's see. And then are you reviewing calls that he sends you then? Right. And Brady, or, or do you kind of proactively jump in and say, Hey, I'm going to grab a few calls. I want to review some. Calls. No, no. I, just I, he I sends it to you. <laughs> and, and is he sending, what's the, what's kind of the, if you can tell me the, the reasoning there, right. Is it, he's seeking out coaching. Is yeah. it, you're yep. trying to team sell and you're going to be joining meeting some subsequent meetings. He's, he's, it's for coaching. Okay. It's for coaching. He's asking for, for some feedback on yep. maybe specific things for this specific call. Yep. Um, okay. Very cool. Switching gears a little bit. You doubled the business last year, despite COVID and everything. Yep. I believe yep. I think I saw in a previous video. Yep. Um, the goal is to double this year as well. Yep. Uh, okay. Uh, I know actually the goal truly is double or no, the goal, the goal this year is to, to grow 60%. 60%. Okay. Yep. But we've Very already cool. we're already halfway to our goal after the first quarter. So pacing pacing beyond. Um, so it, it yes. sounds like it sounds like there's no problem with close rate. There's no plot no, problem. Close rate is pretty with, high. You know, average sale price, for example. No, average sales price is pretty. High. It's actually yeah. No, we have no problem with average sales price and no problem with close rate. Uh, can you tell me about kind of sales cycle? How long are these deals taking? 
Um, I can actually tell you, well, roughly exactly. So the average sales cycle right now, I believe, is 40 days to 45 days. Um, what's more interesting, though, is the deals that close their average sales cycle, I believe, is 33, 34, 35 days. The ones that don't close the average sales cycle to a loss, right, generally speaking, is almost 75 or 80 days. So what we're learning is if it, the more it gets past the 30 yeah. day mark, the less probable they'll close. Yeah. You know, if it gets that that long, then it's probably not going to happen. The stats will say it's probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. Uh, here, let me give everybody a hint well. here. I'm going to give everybody a hint um, when it comes to this. The, the longer something sits in the sales cycle, the more they're subconsciously telling you they can live with the problem. Let that sink in for a second. So I just did a training for a company that sells million-dollar deals. And they're like, yeah, but the big ones take a lot longer. I'm like, yeah, I'll give you they'll take a lot longer. But they shouldn't take two or three years because I don't care how big the, the deal is. They're living with that problem. So whether it's a $5 million deal or a $5 deal, in order to change, until they change, they're living with the problem you're trying to solve. So the longer it goes, the more they tell you they're comfortable living with the problem which then tells you the probability of them closing is low because they're, they're like, fuck it, we've been living with it this long, we can keep living with it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, cool, so already halfway to goal for the year, you wanna grow 160%, you're already halfway there. It sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, you will hit the goal without hiring two more salespeople. Or do you need these um, next two, these two salespeople to hit? It's possible. One of my one of my issues is our outbound is not doing as well as we'd like. And I've, I've said that a couple of times. Right. And I think there's a whole bunch of reasons. But our inbound is so strong that we're able to keep growing and growing and growing. But a minute if for some reason that inbound slows down. Right. I can't have, I can't have predictability into the inbound. The inbound could slow down drastically. and We could find ourselves just making a yearly number and not blowing it out of the water. You just never know when it comes to inbound because we haven't created a process that you can trust or rely on right <clears throat> what what is the percentage there inbound outbound is it 90 10 not yeah probably 95 95 5 90 10 95 5 so and christian he's using you know outreach tools like that sequencing campaigns and and that is is that just not leading to meetings or it's leading I don't to think meetings we're doing a very good not. job with it i don't think we're doing a good job with it to be perfectly frank um look christian's really busy um now especially now uh, trying to manage all the deals and all the inbound, et cetera. When there was two of them, they they tried different sequences and things like that. Out of yeah, fairness, I think we probably could have done some more work as leadership to help with the sequences um, uh, and add more uh, gap selling elements to them. Um, but we have what's called the freedom box here and I let people do things themselves. And if it's not working, they get to try something else and try something else. I just think we haven't provided the support cover that Christian and Mark needed. Um, and, they just they could lean and make almost their number by the inbound itself. So we're looking at making some changes around here and how we drive towards outbound, which includes an outbound only salesperson. Okay. How about SDR? Then somebody just doing top of funnel? No, no. Okay. This, this, no. But you just you want an account executive that can hunt, mm -hmm. that, that can yep. also drive outbound business. Okay. Yep. Um, let's see. So come on, I'm going to give you a hint here because you're looking at questions. The minute I see you start looking at questions, it's telling me you've lost sight of where you are and where you're trying to go. So here's the deal. What problem? You've, everybody sees me do this all the time, right? And so it just reinforces how difficult mm -hmm. gap selling is for people and how much they don't understand it. When some people tell me, oh, this is the same as spin and this is the same as salute bullshit because people don't understand how we're defining 
the current state, how we're defining the gap, how we're defining those things. What business problem are you trying to find? Well, I think that onboarding takes too much time. So you're going to hire two salespeople. It's going to take them too long to ramp to productivity. And that's going to, that's going to cost you some revenue. It's going to cost yeah, you some time and, and effort. Those are all root causes. Root causes of, of not driving enough, as much revenue as you want. Okay. So, so uh, all right. So I can, so the minute you, I started talking about the, um, uh, the fact that, that if for some reason inbound slows down or we don't get these people hired, mm -hmm. we may find ourselves in that position. You should have doubled down on that and started digging into that. Right. That's where you should have went. You just kind of left it. I threw it out there. And then you left it and you looked at your sheet to see what else you question you would ask me. Right. It's common. Stay common in the conversation. I've seen them. Yeah. Right. So stay in the conversation. So you still haven't really told me what. Pro so what problem are you trying to find? If that's the problem. Make it more succinct. What problem are you trying to find? Uh, problem being you may. Not hit your 160 percent growth. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. If, okay. Yeah. If you stay status quo today, you don't hire two reps and get them wrapped quickly. You may not hit your 160. percent I'm okay. sure you'd so like to risk. crush that as well. So yep. even if yep. you hire these two people, um, so is, there's a yeah, risk. That's basically, the risk. faster you can get them, get them in, and get them going, the more the farther past goal you will get. Yes. So from that perspective, I'll give you that's a problem. That's a risk-based problem because it hasn't happened yet. Okay. So what you're trying to say is you could be at risk of not making your number um, without getting these new people on. So I'll go with that. So there's one. What other one? Are you, is that the only one you're trying to find? Uh, I've got another one that's tied tied to that, right? But you're going to hire these people and you don't have all of your Christian's calls in exec vision. I think that I think that's a problem because he's he's up he's picking and choosing which ones to upload. Uh, you would have a lot more insights, a lot more data if you just had all of them in there. For him, for you, and for the new rep. Why would I have? So why would I have more? Now you're into the solution stage. You're already going to solution, but all right, I'll play along. What? Why? Why would it be so much better to have all his calls in there? Uh, I think there's insights on on uh, on calls that that aren't in there. Um, it's hard to say what those okay. might be, right? But it's maybe like uh, um, missed opportunities, uh, questions. If right now he uploads one a week, right? Mm -hmm. Now I'm not as good at getting to them as Brady is, but he uploads one a week and we watch that at least one a week, if not two, why would we watch more? How much time do you think we can spend on this? Well, I mean, that's a, that's a problem as well, right? A 30 minute meeting to watch a 30 minute meeting takes 30 minutes. Um, I put it on one and a half, issues. but okay. There's bandwidth issues there. Yeah. Put one and a half, um, Anyways, it, it takes too long. Uh, this is solution still, but I think you need a way to review calls quicker and easier. Why, okay, but why do I need a way? Like, what, I, why I think this, Christian what? Christian would benefit from reviewing his meetings as well, right? Like what having. Makes you think he doesn't review his meetings, right? What, what do you think? What ma What makes you think he doesn't? Uh, because they're not an exec vision. So if he's just recording on Zoom, then he's watching an MP4 without other tools to go through that quicker. And so, and so majority of people, the vast majority will not just sit down and watch a, a, a okay, so you know, every so call back on MP, just an MP4, right? It is um, but anyway, yeah, so yeah. Yeah. also you've had other reps in the past. This, this is a separate problem, but I think potentially you've had Mark, other salespeople in the past 
have you considered that their turnover is because maybe they didn't feel as supported or they didn't have uh, as much coaching as they wanted? Okay, well, so that question assumes what? They left or we let them go? It assumes, yeah, it assumes they left. I mean, you got to slow down, man. Slow down and think. We didn't, they didn't quit. We let them go. So the answer is no to your question. Yeah, so they didn't leave because they didn't feel supported, um, but they were let go because they needed to close more. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Okay, I mean, okay. That's also a something that, yeah, good point, good point. You're a so in solution mindset. Get out of the solution mindset. Think about where um, your product plays, right? Think about where your product plays and dig in. So here's what I kept saying to you before. So, so I hope all your pickle friends are watching, including marketing, right? So what? Literally, so what if it sits in exec vision? So what? And so what if he doesn't watch them all? So what? Yeah, it's a good point, right? Because I think, you know, like, close rate, close rate's not, and I know this, right? Close rate's 40%. You're happy with 40%. You should be happy, right? Mm -hmm. um, you have a problem outbound. We're not going to help you generate more outbound meetings. It's not, that's not going to be a problem that we solve. Um, mm -hmm. I wonder, do you know, if it's 95.5, is Christian even having outbound meetings, right? Is it like one a month, two a month? Yeah, he very few, very, very few. Probably one or two a month, yep. Close rate is the same on those as well? No, I'm sure that, no. I, that's a great question. I haven't run that report. I don't even know if I have it. Now, and I'm going to go into Salesforce and build that report. But uh, it's so low and insignificant, I'm not even trying to watch it. I'm sure our close rate on that's maybe, it's such a small, how do you say, uh, such a small sample pool that it yeah. might even be 30 or 40%, but it's it's just but such it would a small skewed with pool. one deal. Yeah, you win one deal yeah, and it's like, all the, yeah, the data. Yeah, or it could be, 5% for all I know. Like, I don't know. But again, it's such a small sample pool. I mean, I think there's a there's opportunity there, right? With with looking at, one, you still need to generate more outbound meetings. Hey, hold on. Christian, help, yeah, gonna help you out. Christian said, I'll try to help you out here. I typically review calls if it's been a while since the last conversation or if I'm writing a recommendation, I'm looking for a specific point I missed in my notes. So it's remembering details over the course of several meetings reviewing a call before he jumps on the next call because the last one was a couple weeks ago um, and things like that. I, I'm, I'm a little stuck on the problem that like, you know, so is he, he's recording every call with Zoom and then if he wants to review it, he puts it in exec vision. It sounds like a convoluted process here, right? Where it's hard for him. Maybe he's spending more time there, you know, pro probing a little bit here, but maybe he spends that time trying to crack now it's more time. a little bit more. Look, I'm going to try to help you out here because we're at 20 minutes and you haven't found a problem. This must be fucking hard. So tell me what Pickle does. Uh, we'll record your meetings in Zoom, right? We'll record your Zoom meeting. It's yep. a, we're an exec vision competitor. And I know you've been with exec vision for a while. You're, wait, um, wait. So pick, wait, Pickle's the same thing as Gong in Chorus? Same space. Definitely. So how? Okay. So what, why would I switch? Because the integration is not working. Okay. So that's a feature, but the problem, right? So that's, and this is where I'm struggling candidly, right? Just being candid, right? Is uh, good. Yeah. You, good. Don't have a close, you don't have a closing problem. You don't have a, a sale price problem. It seems like sales cycle is fine. These are, those are the core problems that we're going to come in and solve. Um, yeah. 
Good. Also, That's you know, good. Onboarding, good. onboarding and training, right? Okay. So bringing in new reps, having libraries of calls. Okay, so go back box. there. Go back, go back there. Go back there. Um, but it's a future problem. So it's it's a little bit harder. But, 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 but that's uh, called risk-based selling. You can actually risk-based sell. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a potential for huge problems. So at a risk-based sale, I got to do a video on this for everybody because it's deep shit. But a the risk-based sale is you can still gap sell to a potential down-the-road risk. You have to manipulate. Think about a four-quadrant matrix. You have to manipulate at the bottom x-axis. It's the um, impact of that event happening, right? So the impact of us not hiring people, how big could that be? Is it high or low? Then the next one is the y-axis, and that is the probability of the event happening. So if the probability is high or is it low? So in the bottom left box is the impact of it happens is low and the probability of it happening is low. No one's going to buy. Does that make sense? Are you sure? I think so. I, think so. I so, would like to watch your video on it, honestly. Right? So, a little more so in depth. think about it. The probability of an event happening is really low. It's never going to – chance of happening is really low. And the impact to you if the event happens is really low. Is anybody going to buy? Oh, then it's – yeah, it's, it's not as pain – yeah, no, they're not. No. They don't believe it's going to happen, and if it does happen, so what? It's not going to. It's not going to hurt me, right? The other one is the top right box. If it happens, it's massive impact, and oh by the way, the probability of it happening is super high. Is someone going to change to do something to fix that? Definitely, high probability yeah, of fixing a big problem. Yep. Yeah, like holy shit, if this happens, I'm fucked. I'm going to die. Oh my god, the chance of it happening is super high. I better change really quick, right? Yeah, That's the uh... only time people buy. Okay, yeah. the ones in the middle are. I think it's really. I think it could happen any day now, but I don't really care. It's not gonna. If it does happen, it's not gonna be that big of an impact. No big deal. So you, as a seller, have to change my viewpoint on the impact. Right. That's what you sell to, getting me to think, dude, this is a bigger deal than you think. The other side of it is, yeah, this is the impact is right. Yeah, dude, this happens. I'm fucked. Like if I get struck by lightning, I'm gonna die. Yep. But I'm never gonna get struck by lightning. Never. It happens once in a billion. You're there, oh, once in, like once in a lifetime. So that my probability is low. Your job as a seller is to try to convince me or show me or understand does my current lifestyle, habits, et cetera, actually increase my chance of getting struck by lightning. And if you can get that to probability to go up, that moves me into that top right box, I'm going to buy. I'm going to change. So if you're trying to convince me or you're going to try to sell me on this idea that if I don't hire people fast enough, I could miss my number, then you've got to either play on the impact side or the probability side. I think I'm more inclined to go impact. Maybe it's just easier to go impact. But I think, you know, if if two account executives can ramp to full productivity in four months rather than six months, in three and a half months rather than six months, is that significant as far as driving more? Yeah, of course. Revenue of growth? course. Of course it is. So, yes. So now here's your chance. Let's see what you do with this. I want everybody paying attention. Here's your big chance. I gave you a yes to a self-diagnosis question because I'm being nice. So what are you going to do with it? Of course, of course it will be better for us. Where are you going to go with that? Can you define better? Like, what does that mean? Okay. How, how yeah, it mean it, just like you mean, it means that they're able to start bringing their quote in two months faster. Does Okay, so they have a million dollar quota. They have a million dollar quota. They have a million dollar quota that's eighty thousand dollars per person per month, right? Yeah. Yeah. Eighty three point three three three. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's uh ninety hundred ninety six or one hundred sixty six or some shit one hundred sixty six over two months. Yes. That's significant. That's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially yeah, that's a ton. Um, 
times two. Times two. Now I now I feel like I need to move to the to the, the pro probability. No, you don't. Because right? what what don't you know? What don't you know? You got the problem. You got the impact. What don't you know? Okay. How will you? How do you? How will you ramp them to productivity faster? How now, will you ramp them to productivity Just way too many process questions. What don't you know right now? It's the simplest um, question in the world. If you're trying to diagnose, right, our onboarding process, if you're yeah. trying to diagnose our onboarding process, you think the problem is, or you want me to believe that the problem is we may not be able to get people on fast enough, right? Then you have to take a look at that whole process from recruiting all the way into getting people ramped up or from the first day they get hired to the day uh, to they're ramped up. What do you want to know about that? Well, I want to dive into process a little bit more. With that, it just takes too much okay. time, right? I want right. to dive into, okay. okay, they start on day one. What are they doing? Are they joining calls? Are they? Can you tell me what's going to happen this first week, the second week? Yeah, so the first week we, we, we put them on, uh, we give them access to the online training. They have to go through the online training, and then they right. do all the other bullshit you have to do to get set up with all the applications, uh, get set up on Salesforce, get set up on Slack. All that shit is the first week. Getting them set when do they, up. When do they start taking their own calls? About four, three, four months in. Three, four months in before they're taking their own live calls. Yeah. Yep. Um, Maybe two. Sure. I mean, those calls definitely the need to be. Things. You're missing the big, it's the simplest question. Anybody paying attention here? What do you think the question he should be asking right now? There's a lot of people on this. What is the question you should be asking right now, everybody? I wish I could see, see the chat. Let's okay. see what they say. I'm being nice today. <laughs> so Jesse Dunn, if you don't improve rep time to productivity, what happens then? He, he got that by understanding that's like $360,000, $70,000 on the line. But that's a self-diagnosing question. But I can still live with it. Right? But that's not it. Yeah, it was if we could do this. It's a self-diagnosing. Um, Whoa. Okay, no. Uh, what's his name? Here we go. Juan Pablo Garcia. He said... Uh, how do you do it today? Now, now, I mean, look, these aren't bad questions, but the, there's one question. No one's answered up. Oh, agreed, but define better is revenue and impact. Okay, yeah, you could define that, but do you want to shorten that time? Of course I do. He's already got that. Go for the kill. No, you don't dare. Val, no. Villar, oh, stop it. Don't go for the kill. That's silly. What impact would have a ramp if time was shortened? Okay, but he kind of got that, guys. The impact would be about $366,000, something like this. He's at diagnosis stage, right? Here's what happens. Watch what you would happen. You said, just coming out of my mouth, I'm, gonna, I'm watching your face. What do you think would have happened if you simply asked me, what are the two or three things that you struggle with the most that makes this ramp take six months? You don't even know what you're trying to fucking fix yet. Like literally, you yeah. you said I can shorten it from six months to four months without even knowing why it takes so long, right? Right. I'm asking process. I was trying to focus process. Like, tell me about how you onboard and tell me how. Tell yes. me what happens when they start. But it's much more direct, quicker, faster. If I can say, what? Yes. Why? Because what do you struggle why. with that makes it take six months? Yes. Because what I did. This is what this is why. 
because I said to you, I said, well, the first week they do this and then they have to go on and watch the online training. And then you said, oh, okay, well, when did they start talking? And I said about three months, like, oh, wow, three months. You weren't, I don't think you were ever going to get there. So I'm going to give you the answer to that. And watch how this is going to make your life easier. The biggest challenge to getting our people ramped up is getting to actually fucking be able to gap sell. That's our biggest ramp challenge because gap selling is you're sitting in this hot seat right fucking now is hard. And you're like, damn, I'm getting slayed now. I thought I was doing so good. So until you know that's our biggest challenge with the onboarding, how are you going to convince me that you can solve it? But now that I just told you that, I already see the wheels turning in your head. You're like, oh, I know I think we could help them with that. So now go from there and go one layer deeper or two layers deeper and see if you can flush this out. Yeah, gaps, gap selling's hard. It takes, you know, so it's, it's taking people time to implement. Um, how, how will they, you know, and, and it's a small organization as well, right? There's, you know, 10 employees or so, 10, 15 employees, something like that, right? Um, there's significant time resources from you to coach and train Brady, to coach and train and get them to this point. How Brady's are... slated. Brady's a gap-selling beast. So, she, yeah, she's on. She's got it. So, I'm interested in, in hearing how they'll coach themselves as well, okay. right? Because so, what you want to do... Brady's, okay, Brady's so wearing a lot of hats. So you're asking how they coach themselves. Well, right now, how they help themselves get there faster. Yeah. I, so I, Christian does it himself. He just kind of told you, he goes in and, and watches them when he feels he's missing something. So you literally, you could have done it again. You literally could have done it again. You could have said, okay, I told you the gap selling is the hardest part of getting them on board. What so what struggles? should have been your next what are, question? What are the big struggles? What are the main three struggles to getting to be a gap seller? There you go. So now you try so so getting people to understand gap selling, what are the three hottest things? I would say one is understanding the difference between a, a technical problem and a business problem. I think the second one is is teaching people to actually listen, right? Actually listen to what the buyer is saying. I think that another one is them to really understand what our pick is and learn how to get to the problem immediately. And I think probably the last one is um there's one more. Um oh having the 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 critical thinking skills to listen to what the person is saying and in an agile, impromptu fashion, be able to ask the next question, not be like, okay, I asked the question, they answered. Now what's the next question on my list to actually be in the conversation. Mm -hmm. One thing that's interesting, why is it so hard to understand the pick, right? You have problems laid out, you know, the problems that you solve, then it's, you know, impacts, root causes. Why is, it, why is it so hard to understand the pick? I don't think it's hard to understand the pick. I think it's hard for people to actually internalize the pick so they can do it on the fly. So then the second point of being able to do it on the fly. Right. So you got you to gotta be able to understand what the root causes are. See, what a lot of people do is what they, you do. You ask constant, constant process questions. Now, I don't mind the process questions. But you were on, a, I could tell there's a difference between asking deliberate process questions because you know what you're trying to find versus just asking process questions that are all over the place and hope you stumble over something. Entirely different process. You were asking the how process questions and stumbling. Like, how do you do this? How do you I, do can, I, could not, sorry. I can help you out as well and, and say, like, 
when I know from experience, when you ask too much process questions, when it takes too long, then you're, you're just not building value. You still have to build value throughout a discovery, right? Yeah. You're going to get to the end of a discovery. You're going to understand the entire process front to back, but they're not going to care because there's nothing. Because they know their own process. There's no problem, right? So. Yes, yes, yes. When you ask process questions, they already know the answers to those. There's no value. But when you help them understand their problem and you help them understand the root cause and the impact, then they start to see the value because they're like, well, maybe he knows something else. Maybe, they, maybe he can help me. So because you were able to get to the problem fast enough, then when you got to the problem, you didn't start diagnosing the problem deeper. You kept going to process questions, right, that were not targeted, right? Had you simply asked, what's the biggest problem in getting people ramped up on time, getting them to understand gap selling? Great. Of that, what is the most difficult things that people take the longest to understand gap selling? Then you could have said, okay, so how are you today helping them train on those three things? Look out, I mean, boom, back. It's boom, a much better boom. process question. Yeah. Mark, it takes two seconds. It's that fast, right? And, you, and I'm looking at your eyes. You're literally following the logic, aren't you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, because I know this is things that I struggle with, right? And I'm things that we've tried to workshop internally. So this is, it's, it's really helpful. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah. So once you got there, then you're like, okay. Then one of them I could say, now I'm going to well, ask the question. Oh, uh, well, we're going to say, what are the, what are the, why is it, what are the struggles with ramping up um, faster? What are the struggles with implementing gap selling? No, 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 no. Or, I, okay. I can live with that if you're on the fly, but if I want you to do this right, it's not to ramp up faster. That's future state. It's what is caught. Guys, it's so important. It's a diagnosis. Yeah. What yeah. are the things that are causing the ramp up time to be so long? Do you see the difference? Right. No, no, that was a question. Really? Do you see the difference? Yeah, I do. Right? It's, it's, it's taking it away from future and yes. it's saying like, this is a current, this is a problem that we've, yeah, it's not a problem we're going to face in four months. From. Um, yeah, so we, so we can week. get to when you when you start here's here's how it goes. Everybody pay attention. This is how it goes. When you start asking somebody why something doesn't isn't shorter, there's hard that's not always an answer for that. That solution, you're getting them to start thinking about I don't know, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing that. I don't know. But if you say to someone, what is happening now? Why is it taking your your onboarding process or six months for people to become proficient enough for you to believe that they can sell gap selling? Why does that take so long? That's happening right now. I don't have to postulate. I don't have to think about what I'm, you know, right? It's really, this is what's happening now. How right? do you, and, and then, then how do you help them? How do you help them to do gap selling on the fly, right? How do you help them to be able to internalize this enough that they can, that they good. can do this on the fly? Yes. So what we do is we use a lot of video and we, we go through their, the, their calls and then we sit with them, put notes in their calls with, with like exactly a little note thing, right? We let them, uh, and then we sit with them and watch them and stop it here and say, look, see what the customer said here? You can do this. Up, oh, see what the customer said here? You could have asked this question. And we do a lot of video um, coaching. Which is great. This, that's what I'm selling, right? This is mm -hmm. what I want. That's what, that's what I want you to do. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I want you to do it more. More than just okay. one call a Okay, so you all right? So you want me to do it more? So go I want I want them to do it more. It needs to okay. be easy for the reps to be like be, be doing this on on each call, 
but it has to be easy. I don't want to get too much into product or any product at all, but it has to be easy for them. To all right. So, all right. So then how do you, how do you get me to do it more? What, how do you get me to do it more? Got to find a problem with you only doing it once, once a week. Um, uh, with no. only doing it once, what do you got to do? There's another word you want to use. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Okay, everybody, this is for everybody, not just my man. <laughs> you have to understand why, 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 why. If you want somebody to change, you have to understand why they're not changing now or why they can't do something now. This is all why driven. So if I, if you say, well, I want you to do it more than once a month or more than once a week. I want them to do it more than once a week. So you got to understand what? Why? That, yeah, there has, yeah. Thank you. There, why? There's, there's got to be a reason. Um, and I may not changes, know the reason. Nobody changes, nobody, changes without a, uh, nobody changes without a why. So. Without, nobody changes unless the current state is untenable. Yeah. Okay. So, floor is yours for another minute, and then we got a jet. Trying to be so, ask a question. But, uh, I mean, why? Yeah, why only one? Why only once per week? I'm still, I'm Time. still a little stuck there. Like Time. Why? Time. Time. Okay. Because it right takes, time. how long does it take? Um, I would, well, you figure the average calls 45 minutes to an hour. And so even on one and a half, it takes, um, you know, 40 minutes to get through the call. Then we have to sit down and go through another. And then when I actually do the call, it probably takes easily an hour, hour and a half, because I put so many notes in and we stop it every second. And we have a talk and I can be verbose, right? I don't know how Brady's takes, but Brady's probably takes an hour. So just to do one call usually takes about two hours in total time, two and a half hours. Okay. So I don't want you to do more of those. I don't want you to take two hours to do to those. Keep doing that once a week. Um, but I guess how often is Christian reviewing his own calls? And how, how often are you that reviewing take? your own calls, Christian? I'll see what he says in a second. How often is he going back and looking at calls? How often yep. is he referencing that for a recap? Email? I'm going to say he's going back once himself, probably once himself. So maybe that. Why only once a week? Why only once a week? He's got five, he's got, he's got five, to five to 10 calls a week. Why is he only doing it for one? No, you asked about outbound. You asked about outbound calls. He have inbound calls. He got more than five. He got more than one every other day. Usually there you go. He does it every other day. Okay. A call every other day, maybe 50% of calls. I guess so. Yeah. He's having five a week. Um, five weeks, like one a day, maybe two a day. Um, I mean, I'm, that's a lot, isn't it? That's a lot. Why? Why every other day? It, it, there's okay, a lot. Now, there's now, a now. lot of important things on every one of these okay, calls, so right? Why, and I get no, it because I, it takes a lot of time. But okay, but I don't look, get into now, product, you're running around a rough road now. You're going to be hard pressed to convince me that my sales team needs to be spending more than every other day reviewing what they're doing. That you, I, I look at this like sports tape, right? And mm -hmm. I can't even do that because sports tape, you can do it live for two seconds while it's happening. But if my team is literally going out and reviewing their, their calls once every other day, I don't think you could absorb much more than that. You need time to apply it. 
you absolutely need time to apply it. So, I mean, unless you can explain to me yeah, why they so should be doing it. That's a good point, right? Um, struggle here because I want to talk product, right? I want to. I know you do. So yeah. I know you do because you know why you're struggling? I don't think we have a problem that you can solve. But you have a right? solution in place. I yep. think there's parts of it that are that are um, a little bit broken, right? Yep. I don't think you should have to download and upload. I think you should be taking his I notes agree. in that platform. So then they're tied with the conversations. Um, yep, I agree. I think there's times I should have asked this. There's times when he needs to review a call from two, three weeks ago because he's jumping on another call with them and he doesn't have it. Yeah, he has it. He has that. Why wouldn't in he have Zoom? it? How, well, in Zoom, because then are you paying for extra cloud storage in Zoom? They're going to expire. Typically, they're going to expire after some time. Uh, they so ask, so ask ask that. So I I think he moved if he if he's already looked. Yeah, I don't know if he, if it, Zoom or not, and I don't know what number go into um into exec vision. So sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Why it's not consistent, I don't know. So there's one potential problem we have. But you, the, the yeah. thing is that if he's going back, these are just such a small gap, my man. It's such yeah. a small gap, right? So yeah, there are a few things here, but watch, I'm going to just zing you right now, okay? This gap is really small. Could there be things you guys do better that make our life a little easier? Yes. But the truth of the matter is that it's such a small gap. So really what it's going to come down is the cost of change, right? The cost of change. And you, you, we, we don't pay for exact vision. Right. So it, I'm going to need a bigger problem than that to change it's it's valid i get it 100 um, now let me ask you this question let me ask you this question do you guys create um uh reports and things like that and create correlations etc to calls and close rates yes not it's not our focus though candidly okay good answer so we have like dashboards and reports but it's not it's okay. not the focus so that could have been something that got my attention, right? Because then you could have turned around and showed me a path to onboarding people faster and assessing the, the um, uh, productivity of the team and potentially growing our close rate. So you could have done another risk-based sell and you could have sold me on the idea that you're not selling enough right now because you're not actually being able to figure out what is working best and what isn't. That would have got my attention, right? But if it's not your if it's not your core competency, well, don't do it. So, yeah, it's, that's it's not, my I thing. Mean, we're, we're more focused on the rep, right? We're we're, you know, you mentioned Gong, Chorus, Exec Vision, etc. Um, yeah. We are in the same space, but we're more focused on the account executive and uh, building tools for them, like note taking tools, to be able to stay organized in their calls better, to be able to review calls themselves quicker and easier. Um, and, and things like that. So it's a. Uh, so as you anyway, go into the product, I know you want to go into the product. And I hope every. This is how we're going to end this one. It's been a little longer than normal, but that's okay. This is how we're going to end this one. You just went into a couple of the things in the product. It felt good to get it out. You got to throw it on the table. But the bottom line is everything you said just rolled off me because the, the things you said are going to drive the problems that I don't have. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like just because Christian can do this a little faster doesn't really address me with a problem because he's still getting in there and looking at his recordings two or three times a week. We're still getting in there. So it's not enough time that I feel like we're missing out on other things or it's affecting the business negatively, right? We're still growing. Our close rate's decent. Our average time to sale is decent. So all the things you touch are not negatively affected right now 
by the uh, by your thing other than our onboarding. But I, you haven't shown yeah. me a way. I mean, I think. Our- yeah, uh, they're, they're really they're not affecting you negatively. Um, I think maybe Christian more so. Right. Just Christian and in, in his process and uh, any frustrations that he has just tool wise. But um, that's not a big enough gap. It's exactly right. why I call it gap selling. You and trust me and anybody listening, y'all agree with this. No CEO in the world is going to spend a dime to make their sales team happier unless there is some downstream effect of that, right? And if I'm going to make my sales team happier, it's not the five or 10 or 12 minutes he's going to save or she's going to save by, by not having to download the Zoom or have it automatically upload somewhere. That's not, I'm going to say, I'm going to do that by flying them all out here over Christmas, or I'm going to do that by buying them you know, really nice Christmas uh, birthday presents every time it's a birthday, or I'm going to do that by um, buying a place in Bay and then the beach where they can take their families for free because they work for that. Those are things I'm going to do, right? I, I'm not going to buy a new software stack to make my sales team, their life easier, unless I see the downstream benefit of, to that, to revenue, uh, average time to close, average sales price, onboarding, you know, et cetera. To closing outbound more, to yep. yeah, cracking the yep, code yep. outbound. Um, yep. Okay. I, I could have focused there a little more for sure. All right, man. Look, good effort. Good I appreciate effort. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm in your shoes, my big takeaway is your ability to really get to the problem quicker, and then get to the whys. Why are these problems? There's more diagnosis, less long process how questions. Right. Okay. Less of those. Get look. I don't mind a how question here and there, but you here's the one that will say it. Know exactly where you're going with the how question, right? Know what you're looking for with it. Okay, you look confused. Well, no, I. What I'm looking for here is, you know, you want to close more. You, you're, you're close. You feel, you're, you know, higher closer. It's, it's back to the classic sales problems, right? Like, yeah, yeah, but, but my point. See, so you missed my point. You, I know, I want to close more. But what I'm saying is a process question doesn't help me see how to close more until you understand why I'm not closing more. So you have to have an idea in your head. What are the two or three or four things that's preventing yeah. him from closing yeah. more? So then what are those things I'm going to do? Why try are to they? Okay, you're winning 40%. Why are you losing the 60? What are the top two, top two or three reasons why you're losing the 60? Yes. Maybe so what is I may that, not right? know. Exactly. So you should so you should have in your head. Is it yeah. because you can't ramp people up fast enough? Is it because they make they're not selling a gap selling at the level they should be? Is it because you go even deeper if you did your gap selling? You know what I'm doing? Is it because the team really doesn't understand the nuances of gap selling and they're, and they're not they don't understand the difference between a business problem and a technical problem, or they're they can't get to the business problem fast enough and they're not applying the pick as it's supposed to happen? And I I might say yes or no to those, and then once you know what the root cause is. Then you can start saying, well, let me show you how we would help that better. Let me show you how we'd help them. Watch what I do here. Help them absorb the concept between a business problem and a technical problem faster. So therefore, your onboarding would be faster. Therefore, see what I'm doing? You've got to reverse engineer it, but you're all over the place. Okay. So you, you, yes, you're surfing, looking for a problem. Know what it is. Know what the root cause is you're looking for. It has very specific questions to get you there. And if you get there and there's no good answer, back out and go down again. Yeah. All right. Got it. All right, That's baby. So I appreciate it. All right, man. Good work. I appreciate it. Good effort. Right. Um, 
Thank you very much. All right, everybody. This was a long one. We had a good show today. Some good questions on here. Um, really quickly, one person said he's asking too many or oh, close any questions. I just want to end on this thought. Get that pathetic, old school, close any question bullshit advice out of your head. I call them and we call them here at ASG validating questions. And validating questions are gold when used appropriately. So this idea that you should never ask closing questions is just silly. Just silly, okay? It doesn't matter if you ask closed-ended, open-ended, et cetera. Instead, you just need to know what problem you're looking for, what do you think the impact could be, and what's causing it, okay? I don't care how you get there. Yes, no questions or wide-open command statement questions. Tell me a little bit about or a middle-of-the-road probing question. How are you doing? Uh, no. Um, what do you do? What, where are you right now? What are you doing? Okay. So with that, I'm going to let you guys go. If you want to come on, Pickle got some good exposure today. See, the smart ones understand you get on, you might close a deal outside of this, right? So if you want to come on, if you got a product or service that you think I or ASG company, a sales growth company needs or could use, hit me, text me. Uh-oh, I don't even know what my text is. What's my text? Hold on. Text me here. Text me right here. Look, right here. Text me here. Or... Hit me up on LinkedIn, DM me on LinkedIn, or email me, and we will get you on the show. All right, folks, until next time, I hope you found this valuable. You know what I'm going to say. Peace. I'm out. Oh, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Thank you, Brady. My man, Kamana, you get a free version, a free access to Gap Selling Online Training. I almost forgot. Totally forgot. So we can improve your Gap Selling skills. So anybody that actually comes on and gets sells me that show, what are they, the consolation prize? <laughs> yes, yes, there it is, my man. So Paige will reach out to you with all the access um, you need, and you get a, you get free access to Gap Selling Online Training. It's pretty dope. It's interactive. Do it. I think you'll learn a lot. All right, baby. All right, now everybody knows what I'm going to say. Peace. I'm out.